to get into it? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm down to talk about robots. Oh, sick! That's good because we're starting. We're we're gonna we're starting a podcast about Metabots, I guess. Uh, called called MetaWatch, like like the thing they wear in the show. It's a good name. <laughs> yeah, and they say it. They we're say it right in the op. And then they wear it, and then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for doing this podcast with me. Hello. Uh, um, I, I, I guess I'll introduce myself. Hi, my name's Colin. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, hi. And this is my co-host, Mitch. Mitch, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Mitch. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm new to Gundams. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, we're here. We're here for uh, these strange little Gundams that are bugs. Um, and sometimes also cats, and also teachers, um, various other animals. Planes? Uh, trains? Yeah. Automobiles? Um, Mitch, what is a Gundam? Now, from my understanding, now this is my first one, <laughs> they are robots that have some sort of political agenda. <laughs> and um, a lot of them don't have mouths, so they are hard to kiss, but that doesn't stop people from wanting to. Okay, yeah, no, that seems valid. Um, I like how... Uh, <laughs> I like how that's just as applicable to Transformers as Gundam. So we're no, no, we're no. setting up a this is this is going to be a good show. I'm I'm happy with this. Transformers uh, have lips and people kiss them all the time. There was an entire anime about that. <laughs> but is the, does huh, I don't want to get too deep into this. But does Optimus Prime have the face shield because he's Volcel? Is that what's going on? Is he trying to protect his sweet precious lips? I think their uh, pouty lips are too powerful. If you look in okay. uh, Transformers lore, every Transformer that has a pouty lip ends up being pretty high <laughs> ranking, and Optimus wants to trade off his name as opposed to his looks. Okay. The yeah, only no, political decision the man makes that I agree with. <laughs> he wants people to recognize his authority for his like his decisions and morality and not because they see his lips and say, oh, that's a robot designed for um, uh, government. <laughs> well, he's a self-appointed king, so, I mean, he can do whatever he wants, but... Yeah, he's a war um, king. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Transformers. <laughs> not metabots. Yeah, not metabots. Or uh okay. Metabots. Yes. Do we want to give a short history of what metabots are? Um in general? Go go right ahead. I I don't have no idea. Uh as far as I know, Metabots uh is a it's a it's a, a a media franchise from the early 2000s made in the wake of uh you know the the rush to make a second pokemon um it got an anime it has several games the games are still like really popular in japan apparently um uh it's referred to in japan as meta rots instead of metabots which i you know sure go for it it's fine it's wonderful um and uh i just distinctly remember uh this this show being on Fox Kids many, many year ago uh, and enjoying it and not remembering it. And then a couple of weeks ago, I saw it was on Retro Crush and I was like, hey, Mitch, do you want to make a podcast about Metabots? And here we are. <laughs> I, uh, I watched like three episodes of Metabots when it came out. Um, and then I was like, oh, this is a cool show. I want to watch it. And both my time getting home schedule and then this show not rating very well, I don't believe kind of bounced it around the schedule so i just would see part of an episode every couple weeks maybe as a kid and it formed a strong bond i like the robots yeah. the rest of it i like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like i don't know anybody who like is like um distinctly anti-metabot i feel like everybody has fond memories of metabots i feel like i saw a lot of episodes of metabots i have not seen any episode i have previously seen though which is uh uh, both surprising, but also refreshing. Just, it's, you know, uh, just a fresh new experience for me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do we want to get down to it? I guess, well, let's, uh, we're doing one episode this week, right? And then we're going to do uh, two, or one, I don't even know when we're going to put this out, or how often we're going to put this out. But we're doing, what, two episodes at a time, except for this instance. We're just going to do the first one, right? I really hope so. I only watched that first episode four times. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, episode two if icky dies don't tell me oh yeah that would be truly tragic uh because he's got a very nice character design um oh man do we just uh, tell me about this 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 anime op i know you i'm i'm just i'm watching english like uh like a a 
a, a dub person, but um, t- tell me, tell me about the about the Japanese OP versus the the English OP because the English OP slaps. Yeah, no, uh, I, I love it. Uh, we we hear it better at the end without the lyrics, and the lyrics are not <laughs> wonderful. But the man, that that song's is great. It's uh, definitely like a Big Bad Beetleborgs or VR Trooper type of show song. Um, not like official Power Rangers, but definitely a show trying to cash in on that uh, 90s Sentai craze. Yeah, it also definitely feels like Beck made a butt rock song, which I really appreciate. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> um, the, the Japanese, however, um, the it's a lot more subdued, a lot more stereotypical kids show. But the uh, the visuals are a slice of life of Iki and Medibi kind of goofing around, which I love. Um, and the lyrics are... They keep bringing up this burning flame in your soul, which has to come in uh, somewhere. But my favorite yeah. part of it is it goes, ba bam bon ba ba bon ba ba bon it's time for battle. And they just keep doing ba ba bonds later. And it's just... Okay, yeah. It's always cheating. They definitely... Like a yeah. do, do, do or a boop, 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 or anything in a song that makes people want to sing along like a su- Sweet Caroline or something. That ba ba ba. So that ba bam bon mm, it's cheating and I love it. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, I hope we get to see many, many cheating metabots going Bubba Bon uh, over the course of, of however long it takes us to watch all of metabots. Um, so good. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, this is already like I know this is definitely like this is this is post Pokemon anime. This is uh, this is post Digimon, too, as far as I'm aware. Uh, so this is kind of more in the glut of like Monster Rancher getting an anime or um, Yu-Gi-Oh coming out or, or that kind of stuff, and already uh, you know Metabots is is uh, you know trying to get a cut up of the pack because what do we start with? We start with some kind of crazy flaming car accident on the highway. <laughs> Dude just gets wrecked and it, it he dies as far as I can tell. <laughs> Yeah, he's like comes stumbling out of this 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 flaming car wreck with uh um with a, a briefcase and collapses and then gets attacked by a bunch of tingles. Yeah, they're, they're I, just <laughs> what do they say in the dub? They say Robobo, Robo, Robobo. Yeah, they call each other Bobos. Like they like they refer like whenever they refer to each other with like a proper noun, it's they're all Bobo. Uh, they're all they're they're bo they're bo 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 bos maybe I don't know but they're all in green jumpsuits with black black sunglasses and like a weird antenna on their head. It's a good look. Yeah. Um. They uh they open that briefcase up and that briefcase is filled with very large circuitry circuitry and a coin. Uh. Which that okay. That's kind of wild. I'm gonna I want to get back into this briefcase later. But yeah. Um, <laughs> like it, it's. I, I'm very confused by the circuitry in this briefcase. Yeah. Is the briefcase um, a transforming metabot? Is the briefcase alive? Is it a watch? Is it just a briefcase and they put stuff in there to make it look more expensive? Yeah. The thing that makes it really confusing for me is we're about to find out exactly how much punishment this little this little coin can take, and I don't think it needs to be in a briefcase to, to handle, uh, you know, things like exposure or jostling or anything like that. So I just really don't understand what the purpose of this briefcase is. <laughs> just to make it a bigger target, I guess. Yeah. It's a metal um, coin. <laughs> Speaking of being a target, uh, Tuxedo Mask is here. Um, he's, he's ready to, he's, you know, uh, I guess he calls himself in the dub, the Phantom Renegade. The sub Phantom w- Thief Retort Metal Hunter of Love. Oh, that's, oh, oh, that's a good, that's a good title. We love to hear it. Um, yeah, he's like, I don't know, he's a weird phantom thief dude. He's got a weird clown mask on, he's got a top hat, he's got a cape. Puts on a big scary Batman voice in the dub. Yeah, he does. He has a very scary Batman voice. Uh, and he also he swoops in, he throws like coins with R's on them, like shuriken, uh, and uh, knocks a bunch of people over, steals, uh, steals that coin, and he calls it a rare metal. Like, is it... Is it rare as in it's not, it's un, well, I guess it's, it's uncommon either way, but is it like, you know, is it like a gotcha thing or is it like made out of tungsten or, you know, what's going on here? <laughs> I, I got to lean towards the, the, it's, uh, this guy got it out of a booster pack. He put it in a briefcase, some, uh, little frog people stole it from him and then he stole it from them. It's, it's every time you go to a, uh, game shop, that's what happens. 
Yeah, uh, it's the oh man. Yeah, I mean it's the the uh it's the Jace of of Pog Slammers, I guess. Um, it's just it's too rare and too powerful. Uh, which is why I guess he throws a smoke bomb down and escapes on a balloon. Which uh, then all of these these frog tingles, yeah, just oh god, he does (laughs) because he's tuxedo mask. Yeah, it's what he says. The coin is so hot, it's smoking, and then throws a a a smoke bomb, right? Yeah. In in the sub, you know, he throws a smoke bomb, but he goes, "I have to leave." (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, The localization does a lot of heavy lifting for this show. I will say. Um, yeah, but he, uh, he goes off, uh, the tingles give chase in their three cars. And then you find out that he actually, he isn't on the balloon. He's actually hanging from underneath the bridge. Um, and you know, kind of makes fun of the, the, the Bobos for, uh, not being able to keep their hands on the coin and then comically drops it in the river himself. And then also his zip line breaks and he falls in the river and you know, good comedy. Yeah. We have two instances of the dubbed being better one the the mask reference is great and two in the dubbed he you know idiots let it slip through the fingers in the sub he just says you know i finally got it and then just drops it oh man yeah, which no, that oh, no joke there he just yeah he like it. it i oh man i can't imagine watching this in japanese just because like the comedic timing is so good like this is very clearly animated to be a funny show and the fact that it doesn't have any funny lines to go along with that is just so confusing <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I was flabbergasted, just going back and forth. <laughs> thank, thank you for this service. You're braver than any U.S. Marine. Uh, watching both of these shows concurrently at the same time. <laughs> uh, it, it was, uh, it was really hard, but um, I suffer for art. Yeah. Anyways, we pick back up at school. Um, we hear a bunch of kids talking about how the screws are going to fight the student council. Um. Uh, a girl named Arika is running around looking for Icky. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we find out about our first submission row battle. Um, it's going to be uh, Samantha and Peppercat versus Dr. Bok Choi and uh, the student council president. Yeah, um, I love the fact the bullies are called the screws. That's, that's yeah. wild. <laughs> now, yeah. Japanese, sure, you know, different word connotations, but... The screws for a kid's show is very, very weird. <laughs> like, I, I get it just because, like, you know, it's, oh, they're kids and they're mechanics and they play with robots and they're going to put the screws to you or something. Yeah. And we're just going to pretend like no other innuendo exists. Uh, <laughs> I get why they couldn't call themselves the nuts. Yeah. You know, the bolts isn't really scary. Yeah. So I guess the um, screws, but oof. The sprockets were a little past the Jetsons. We can't really be using that anymore. <laughs> um, um, what I so uh, Pepper Cat and Doctor Bok Choi are getting ready to fight, and um, Doctor Bok Choi is a funny name. Um, not because of the <laughs> the Bok Choi, you know, no, because his type is B O K, and in the Japanese one, he is Doctor Study. So the B O K type works for both bok choy and book and i i, I oh okay it also says all right it's called the textbook punch which is just very funny to me yeah uh and uh yeah akira the uh, akira <laughs> jesus <laughs> um arika is once is like you know showing up to cover this she's she's a school journalist she works for the paper or something and uh her her good friend yeah yeah for I guess what is an elementary school has its own newspaper. It's good. We're starting those extracurriculars early. We're getting those credits. Uh, and uh, her her good friend Icky is just hanging out, just just literally squatting in the dirt, ready to watch this fight go off. And uh, an old man shows up. He starts yelling about how this is a row battle submission match, and his name is Mister Referee. Uh, and he gives he gives us the rules, the rules of row battling of I guess what is going to be the main plot of the show every episode. <laughs> Hopefully, it more than once. Yeah, um, yeah, we do get a lot of fights in this episode. Uh, but a you know a row battle ends when one robot can no longer operate, and uh, the loser gives the winner a meta part. Um, and then we get straight into it. Uh, you know, uh, Doctor Bokchoy goes and just you know gives a gives a one two punch to Peppercat's arm, blows it up. Too quick, too quick. Yeah, about to be damaged. Yeah, 
uh, you know, and the pepper cat starts running around. Everyone's like, oh, that's, that's too quick. You're going too fast. And, you know, uh, that's that's crazy. What's going on here? Uh, you, you lost an arm. You're going to lose this. And then uh, pepper cat does a big sick flip and uh, hits it with some lightning and a coin pops out of the back at Dr. Bok Choy. And it's over. Just like that. Just, you know. It, the spectacle of this uh, fight is uh, really amazing. Coming from, so uh, the early seasons of Pokemon, it was more, they would just draw a color around the Pokemon and then draw that to a direct line towards the enemy. Um, yeah. Pretty static fights. Uh, Digimon had a little more um, dynamic fighting. You know, Piper Cat's doing flips and spins and Naruto running just around in circles and <laughs> shooting lightning. It's like there is a lot of production value almost entirely yeah. in the fights. The rest of the show, but the fights are real, real nice. And you can definitely see that in the rest of the show, too, and just the way that like how fluid a lot of the movement looks. And like even when like designs are really kind of like simplified down, they still have a really nice shape to everything. Like, you know, Icky's ponytail is always just fun to look at. And I think it really goes to show that, like, the the team that made this show, like, looked at stuff like Pokemon and Digimon and says said, like, we don't really care about the effects of of showing, oh, he, he do uh, he do big shot, he do big lightning or whatever. And instead are, like, they're, they're having all of these things, like, be based off of movement, you know, really, like, like showing the movement of, of robots and having a lot of, like, uh, you know, uh, particle clouds and stuff when things get hit and and showing kind of like a material uh, aspect to it that just looks great. Uh, it looks so good. <laughs> I, I was very impressed. If this is what all Gundams have to offer, I might become a fan yet. Yeah, you know, lots of Gundams do look this good, I can tell you. Um, especially especially those vintage Gundams. <laughs> um, I'm going to stop right here to go on a quick little tangent. Um, yeah. So, right before the fight, uh, Arika's voice really, really bothered me um, in the dub. I kept trying to figure out where it came from, and I took a little spin down IMDb. And um, she's Wanda from the Magic School Bus. Oh, okay. She's using the exact same voice. Now, she's got some other work through there, and I went through everybody. Everyone, you know, (laughs) name a PBS show and uh, had at least one of these actors on there. Um couple of documentaries a couple you know weird 90s killer movies or whatever but uh a lot of rupert uh cast members returning okay and um a lot of busy world original scary cast members returning i guess that makes sense uh like this is kind of like the wild west of of like voiceover uh because this is probably you know stuff like ADV is like just getting a start at this point and you know I I don't know where they would have recorded I assume probably either what like Canada Texas or California like one of the three but um yeah it's it like this this whole period of localization is like absolutely wild as to like who was getting work what else they were working on like whether or not like it has crossover with you know uh, non-localized stuff or not, uh, you know, whether or not these people will go on to do Seven Eleven deals or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was just flipping through there, and a, a lot of names haven't gotten work since this point in time. It was uh, it's quite a yeah, quite a wild west back then. I <laughs> I, I kind of miss they would just grab anybody off the streets and go, here's a three dollar microphone. Now you're a star of a kids show. Yeah. You know, oh, you're uh, an accountant? Nope, you are uh, a kid named Icky now. <laughs> it's the dream, really. Uh, but yeah, so, um, row battle ends. Um, Icky starts, you know, talking shit about how the only reason that Pepper Cat was so fast is because Samantha, uh, Pepper Cat's kind of controller, basically, like, stripped a bunch of armor off to make it go faster. And how, you know, if, if you could only get one good shot in, like, you, the battle would be over instantly, and he could totally do it, and he's, you know, he would be so good, and da 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 And Samantha overhears it and immediately calls him on his shit and starts making fun of him for not having a Metabot. Because I guess Icky is a, he's, you know, he's an armchair battler, I guess. <laughs> and apparently a very annoying and loud one at that. Yeah. Um, I really like how the, uh, so Samantha has these two dweebs as part of her crew, and I, I just love that kind of archetype of just idiot weaklings worshipping yeah. their boss who's just another idiot. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, 
It's very good. Um, speaking yeah. as someone who only calls calls their uh, superior boss nothing else, like it, it <laughs> I feel right at home. Um, yeah. Another difference between the sub and the dub here is so she's teasing him in the dub, and uh, you know when are you going to get your metabot to fight me? And he goes soon. And when soon? Soon means soon. And then she proceeds to just tear him a new one and just mock him mercilessly. In the <laughs> it's good. Icky deserves it. He's kind of an asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's bad. Uh, yeah. I, I love it. Um, in the sub, a narrator pops out of nowhere. You know, not a person who described the, the fights, not someone who introduced characters or rules or anything. Narrator pops up and just goes, yeah, Icky sounds like an idiot here. Only stupid people use these kind of words. Which is that's so weird. An adult man's <laughs> voice going, yeah, yeah, an expression like that is useless and only pulled out when backed in the corner, used by morons. I love it. <laughs> uh, a, a lot oh, of this buddy, that is... A lot of this world's antagonistic, just straight up to Icky. Uh, I love his and uh, Erika's um, friendship, which is she's super antagonistic to him and he just takes it because he's kind of a, a wimp. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, Samantha picks on him. Um, his mom, who we see later, makes fun of him. Like, just random people on the street just make fun of this kid. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. And uh, I guess, like, they're heading off together. Uh, they meet up with... Um, they, oh, they they go to a 7-Eleven, and they just look at robots there. I guess they just... They sell robots at 7-Eleven now. I don't know what kind of world this is. That's uh, a good one. Other, yeah, other than the fact that at some point in the 21st century, that's all that we know. Uh <laughs> And uh, there's a dorky-ass man there. And, uh, you know, I guess Icky's been coming around to window shop a lot and uh, doesn't have enough money to, to buy a, uh, a Metabot. But, uh, you know, uh, this this man, this this uh, a, a 7-Eleven employee, kind of pulls out an ancient uh, old Metabot uh, with the, uh, the KBT designation, kind of brushes the dust off of it, and everybody makes fun of it, too. <laughs> it, it. It's not going to be a spoiler. It's the very icon of the show is this robot. So, yes, yeah. I think he's going to get this robot eventually. But I just love how great of a pair they are that everyone who sees them just tears them a new one. Like, you guys are just so pathetic, we have to make fun of you. And yeah. in the very moment we see either character, it's, I'm trying to be cool. And then, no, 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 you're not cool. Um, <laughs> some of the other designs we see. So we see these robots on uh, cardstock, which I love. Um, yeah, they're just in giant blister packs. It's great. <laughs> so we have type car. It's a car. Yeah. All right, sure. Yeah. We have type PLN <laughs> for the, the plane robot. And then we have type BMT, clearly a tank. What does BMT stand for? Um, big mother tank. Big meaty treads. <laughs> All right. You know what? It's better, better than I was thinking. Um, yeah, I, I just kept seeing BMT, and I checked the dubbed. I checked the subbed. They both BMT. Uh, bacon mecha, <laughs> bacon mecha tomato. <laughs> Battle mode time. I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, is it, just, I, I'm paying attention to these types just, just for fun. I don't know why. Yeah. I have to know what type <laughs> every single mech is. And that BMT is going to haunt me. Cause I don't get uh, boomed. Is it boomed? Yeah. Um, I feel at some point I feel like we're gonna play some Metabots games, and then maybe we'll finally find out what BMT stands for. <laughs> we're gonna have to go into the extended lore, the EU. Yeah, the 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 deep deep uh, Metabots lore. Um, that you know, I hear I hear the uh, there's a GHS type, and that Metabot steals dead children's souls. Or something. I don't know. I fucked up Pokemon stuff. Um, they had to cut out his uh, theme song in Japan because it was making kids kill themselves. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, uh, another weird thing about these um, these other robots that we don't get to see used. Um, in the sub, Henry talks about the PLN type a little bit more. Um, and he goes, it's a girl-oriented meta-rot. But a lot of guys secretly buy these. For what? To, to what? I mean, it... I, I guess in in the far the the close slash far future of the twenty first century, um, uh, flying robots are gendered for some stupid reason. I don't know. Whatever, gender's fake. Let, let, let boys buy plane robots. Yeah, is it a weird commentary about uh, how companies force gender on products and that scares off a customer base that actually wants them for literally no reason? Or yeah, is it a weird 
dirty joke because this is a small, slender, like rounded robot, and it's like a creepy thing this guy's saying. Um, I, I'm I sure. Give yeah, Harry the benefit of the doubt here, but it, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a. It was a weird comment. Yeah. It it could also be like once we actually see the, the design of this uh, of this robot, it's like I don't know, like a magical girl or something, or it has like a robot skirt, and it's like oh, it, skirts are icky, they're girly. Why do, why would a boy want that? But secretly they do buy because they like robots that fly. I don't know. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll see if this has legs. We'll see where it goes. But you can't secretly like fight a metabot. Like you, can, <laughs> a, a random old man will just pop out of nowhere and have a giant crowd around you, and it's a ranked battle now. You can't secretly fight them, so they have to be, like, home companions. Like, um, Brass, who we see in a few minutes, is uh, Rico's yeah. robot. Well, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think in the future we'll see some plot lines about sec- people secretly robattling. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the referee is still there, though. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Brass shows up because Arika is late for her piano lessons. <laughs> um, Brass is a an interesting name for a cute pastel, uh, um, like bow wearing robot. It, yeah, I, brass because it, it's it's cat themed, and I was trying to figure out where brass and like a, a cat themed magical girl kind of where that interaction is. The only thing I could think of is metal, but I was looking for other metal rots with metal in their name. I. It could also be that she's supposed to be like a maid, and like maids polish brass and stuff that's that's the only thing i could possibly think of <laughs> yeah i was hoping there's a uh, maybe maybe in episode 29 we start seeing uh, a little history of this naming convention here yeah we've got to find the deep metabots lore uh we're gonna dig for it and no one's gonna stop us um speaking of digging icky sees a coin in the river i guess and runs down to get it because he's alone and thinks it'll be maybe it'll be a nice shiny half dollar that he can use to eventually buy a metabot because i guess his parents won't buy him one is the whole thing that's that's the whole deal he's the only kid in the world whose parents won't buy him a metabot yeah they're, they may they're making him save up so he's uh, panning for gold in the river so um i'm gonna keep going back to it the sub does it differently here uh, okay. First of all, so when um, in the dub, when Rico runs away, she goes, you know, get a metabot and we'll fight. In the sub, she goes, get a metabot and I will train you, which I I really like that dynamic there. Um, yeah. And then he, super depressed, starts going, maybe I should just start looking on the ground for money. Maybe if I <laughs> find enough money just laying around on the ground, I can finally buy a decent metabot. And he's like, oh, maybe someone dropped money in the river. So that that's why in that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. Why he's oh hey, here's a here's a coin. I, I'm not sure why he's so excited that in the dubbed he thinks it's like a quarter or something. Yeah. But. You know, well I mean we don't know what their weird post uh um uh post scarcity economy is where you could just buy a robot at a seven eleven. So maybe maybe a quarter's worth a lot of money. Maybe like uh uh um uh inflation's wrapped back around. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe you can put a quarter inside of a meta rot, and then all of a sudden some, something happens. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what would happen there. Uh, I you know capitalism happens. You get the big scary money robot. Um, all right. But yeah, it turns out this is what a be- a rare beetle metal. It's the one. It's the one from the beginning of the show. It's got a little worm on it. <laughs> now this this uh, this metal was found right by the bridge where the kids were talking on. And we saw yeah. earlier the Phantom Thief hanging off of a bridge. So I'm getting some clues that maybe the Phantom Thief is around this area. The thing that makes this really hilarious is that means that the Phantom Phantom Thief, like, didn't even look that far for it. If it was literally just, like, because it, I, I don't know, like, it kind of felt like it was, uh, it had a little bit more motion when we saw him drop it in. than it kind of was floating down the river. But it's literally just, it's over there. Uh, it, if... If the Phantom Thief is located around here and has looked for it, he is clearly an idiot. Uh, well, hold on. Maybe he has like some sort of day job that he had. He's like, well, I'll look for it in the daytime. But I also got to go to work because I can't get fired because in this post-scarcity economy, apparently he still probably has a bad job. Uh, yeah. Why else would he be risking life and limb and steal rare metals? 
Um, well, you know, most phantom thieves do it for the love of, of, of the job to, for the, the love of the steel as it would be. So, um, maybe he also, uh, just has a love for, um, I don't know, being a sandwich artist or a florist or who knows what job he has. I'm sure we'll never find out. Um, clearly, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying we got to cut him some slack because he, he might've been tired after a long day of work. Um, yeah, he might, he might be trying to go now, but he's got to wait for his bathroom break. We've all been there. <sighs> He might have overslept after a long night of heists and just didn't have time to look before work. You know, we've been there. <laughs> he had have been discouraged. He he planned to throw these Team Rocket coins. He, he had to figure out this whole thing at first. He did an yeah. entire Ocean's heist by himself with, <laughs> you know, he had to pay for that stuff out of his own pocket. So he had to, had to work at his other job more. And then, you know, smoke bombs, decoy bodies, hot air balloons grappling hooks <laughs> they might not yeah. have been the best quality but you know you still gotta give him credit for that yeah 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 and then all that stuff goes wrong and you drop it while you're making fun of somebody else for dropping it that's gotta be <laughs> disheartening i i would have gone home and gone straight to bed and just worried about it later <laughs> oh man I, well hopefully okay <laughs> i i think the phantom T- i'm not gonna make a pull your yeah, pull yourself up by your bootstraps joke no it, yeah it's fine it's whatever he's out there he's thiefing he'll get another shot at it um oh man uh we do follow icky home though and we do get to see the single best character design of this entire show and that's icky's dog Doug's, it's got such a flat mouth i love it <laughs> He's just, it's like a, it's like a sock. He looks like an animated sock puppet and he is the best dog I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's like a fuzzy little dog alligator. Yeah. And his name is Salty. Yes. Like, uh, what a good name for a dog. Yeah. Good old Salty the dog. That's, that's um, true in both the dubbed and the subbed, by the way. Good. That was not a uh, I'm gl- goof. <laughs> yeah. Some guy saw that. like, oh, this dog's named Salty in Japan. We're using yeah. that one-to-one everyone yeah, else I mean, except for you know icky and like a couple of the main <laughs> characters their names change they see this dog and go that's perfect yeah i mean look at look at that dog and tell me that dog's name isn't salty i don't know what else it could have been <laughs> um we get a news report though that there there are uh meta bandits out there uh robbing people of their of their meta parts uh sticking them up you know, doing doing some banditry, and uh, you know, uh, Icky's mom is just like, "See, those disgusting animals would be after you if you had a metabot. You're better off this way." Which is just a very hard line from somebody like just you know a mom doing dishes, just you know, out here calling people disgusting animals seems a little extreme. <laughs> yeah, disgusting animals. They didn't hurt the children. They just stole presumably some pocket change worth of robot parts. Yeah. Which, bad, sure, but the kids were fine. Yeah, and we even get to see how it goes down here because uh, we flash over to uh, uh, what is his name, Spike, Spike one of Samantha's with crew with a Y. Oh, yeah, it was the nineties. Yeah, and he has recently uh, bought a bombard part that his uh, his metabot is carrying over its head in a comical fashion, and uh, he gets a ta- uh, accosted by by three glam punks in an alleyway. And I, I love these characters. They're such great designs. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of them, the blonde man, has 666 on his on his head that they had a sensor out every time he moved, which I like. <laughs> I, I really like that attention yeah. to detail. Yeah. Um, Spike's Listen, robot you... also has a goatee, which doesn't come into play often, but I, I'm, I'm looking to see where this goes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we then flash to the next day where uh, Arika and Icky are overhearing Spike uh, talking to Samantha about how he got stuck up by these punks um, and they stole his bombard part and uh, she drags him off to to go get a, get revenge. And um, Icky's just kind of content to stay along, but Arika kind of grabs him and, and pulls him along to follow the follow the story and even says, you know too much, which is, uh, I, ooh, I don't know what deep, dark world of, of Metabot journalism Marika's in, but it seems extreme. She didn't want him to give up the scoop. Okay. To, you know, her rival newspaper at the school, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm going <laughs> to keep doing this. I'm cutting in to talk about the sub here real quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the dub, we see a uh, big sign saying student council room over it. Let me see a bunch of small blurry signs with, um, you know, text we can't read on them. Uh, the sub, however, 
I love how they did this. So the um, the big sign says screws with an exclamation mark. And then the other <laughs> signs are all like rude messages telling people to leave or great yeah. victory for screws, which I that's a great that's a great sign just to have on anything. Um, and the student council sign was a very small, modest sign, uh, which was torn off the door and put to the side like trash. And I just huh. that really shows the screws, I think, pretty well. How rude and obnoxious yeah. they are. Yeah, they're great. They're my children and I love them. Uh, it, it, it's a... I'm, the dub does so many things just great. It, so when they fail on something like that, it just really, really hurts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're chasing after Samantha and the gang. Um, we stopped uh, by the first appearance of the second best character of the show, the Chick Seller. Just right yes, in the uh, alleyway. Yeah, um, uh, a skeleton-faced uh, chicken seller, Honda-san. Uh, there's just a man selling chickens out here that we see for a second. Um, also, Brass has a boom mic, which I just love for some reason. Uh, there's no reason she should have a boom mic, like, but I, I still, I love it. Uh, it's real good. Uh, yeah. Um, real strong Lois Lane vibes here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, they're gonna get that scoop. They're gonna, they're gonna do it. Um. Uh, they they catch up the uh, I guess um, Samantha's gang and the the screws they see uh, the, the this group of people who uh, from like the half second you can see them on screen seem to be like totally normally dressed but with the with weird hair and uh, then they have a magical girl transformation uh, where they turn into metal glam punks and uh, proceed to chow, uh, you know uh, make fun of Spike for losing a row battle against them. <laughs> now in uh, the sub there's. Believe it or not, another big difference here. Um, so what's going on is the uh, the sub has them see them on the bench. They start talking about them. And then we see the men standing up. And they're all wearing trench coats and, like, fedoras with normal hair. And they're all kind of sad and lumpy looking, which is why the kids make fun of them. And then yeah. they say, hold on. And then they pull down um, a couple boxes full of um, makeup and hair equipment. <laughs> And then they just start, like, a full-on transformation sequence of them putting on makeup. And the background sounds are power tools and, like, hammers and stuff. I, I love it. And then it shows them right back uh, what we see in the dub. But, like, th that's another huge misstep the dub missed there. They just, yeah, these guys, hold on. The kids wait while these men do their hair with a hair dryer and dye it real quick. Like, it, it's a great scene. Yeah, they just completely cut that out of the dub, don't they? Not a bit of it. Yeah, oh, man. Um, which I guess I can only think that maybe, like, maybe there are some runtime issues or something that they had to get around. But it's still just weird. It's uh, twenty-four it's, minutes yeah. in the Japanese subbed I have, and twenty-two minutes in the. Uh, yeah, grabbed. it's. It seems like they probably needed to cut out two minutes for extra commercials or the the uh, Fox Kids TV whatever uh, bumpers or something like that. Why would you cut out the best part of the show, though? Yeah. Um, well, we don't cut out the best part of the show, because the best part of the show is the weaponized triangle this one man has. <laughs> Mr. 666 himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, man, I just cannot get over uh, how extreme just the the triangling is that he uh, can threaten a small child with it is just, I love it. Um Oh man, uh, but yeah, they pretty uh, uh, well. I guess Samantha goes to challenge them and immediately switches to their side after making some comments about how she'll never let her gang be the one that loses. Which I guess apparently means that she's going to switch to the winning side whenever she can. <laughs> smart Spike. Spike starts crying with joy about how smart his boss is. Uh, yeah, she, how she is. She, he praises her about being good at choosing sides, which, <laughs> which. Originally, she was on his side, and now he's on the other side. Listen, we love a boss. We lo we love a level ninety nine boss. Uh, we get you gotta know where you're in the hierarchy, and you if you're if you know you're a minion, then you gotta know who the boss is. <laughs> and, and he does. He says boss every like, four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, the uh, what the the one the the triangle guy comes over and uh, what like basically takes. Uh, Arika's camera and is like no flash photography you know get at like you can't be no, no pictures no story etc etc uh, and they start to threaten Brass yeah and uh, that's that's hard to see Brass we've only seen being nice and yeah. the microphone so I, I don't want anyone beating up sound equipment and I don't want anyone 
uh, beating up a small child robot. Yeah. Um, oh, we haven't really we haven't talked about the the meta bandits uh, uh, robots, have we? They've got uh, two black rams and a phoenix uh, that seem very very good at, at teaming up and beating the crap out of people. So <laughs> black ram is a great name. First off, one word black ram, love it. And yeah, the design is so good, even without the bomb arm, which he took from uh, Spike the night before. Yeah. But uh, it's the type DVL, which is nice. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, and in sub, the Phoenix is Hell Phoenix. Oh, oh, H's, man. But Hell Phoenix and Black Rim. The, I'm, I like these guys. If they were uh, Hell Phoenix. Children, you know, they'd be great. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, Hell Phoenix is definitely a great, great, great name for a Gundam. Uh, glad we have it here. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, yeah, but uh, they kind of, Icky starts to run away. Uh, he's talking about how he needs to get help, how he needs to find somebody. And that's when he gets some soulful adv- advice from a chicken man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, what he says in the, in the, the, the dub is he gives him kind of like a big impassioned soulful plea about doing the right thing and digging deep into your soul and then digging deep down into your pockets and doing something good for once and buying one of my chicks. <laughs> and Icky takes off after the dig deep in your pockets and doing something good, which is great because yeah. that advice carries over. But uh, yeah. the the man was a little too slow. Um, in the sub, <laughs> it goes a completely different route and robs the character. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So, I guess that's why they they, they clued in a really quick uh, a quick shot of him running uh, like grabbing a piggy bank from his his house to the bust open and get money. No, from. Uh, robs the character as in um, he doesn't get the development. It'd be great if the sub actually had the kid beat him up. Oh yeah, yeah. no, that would yeah. Uh, so in the sub, the chicken seller uh, starts talking about uh, you're a coward for running. Uh, to, oh okay. There's a lot of gendered you have to be a man stuff uh, both in the yeah. lyrics and popping up occasionally. And he goes, to be a man, you have to have burning spirit and a gentle heart. Okay. Do you want to buy one of my chicks? <laughs> so the, the, the comedy's far off. And his his wording is he was watching the fight the whole time. And then Icky ran away. And he's like, you're running away. You shouldn't run away. Uh, so Dub, once again, does something so great. And the subject, yeah. nothing up there. Whoever was writing this dub, like, hopefully they got more work. I will yeah, it does. research that. It definitely seems like uh, they looked at stuff like the Saban model and we're like, hey, listen, we're going to take this thing. It's not great, but we're going to use it. It's got good structure to it. The animation is good. Treat this like a first pass script and and we're going to get somebody who does really good punch up in here. And they certainly do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, Icky runs off to the 7-Eleven, which isn't a 7-Eleven. It's like a 24-hour mart or something, but it looks like a 7-Eleven to me. Um, and, uh, slams some money on the table and, and tells, uh, what's his name? Henry, Henry. that he, he's going to buy that Metabot. Um, in the, in the sub, the narrator's back again for no reason. Okay. Uh, <laughs> goes on the, the counter. We see, uh, the, the, the two people there with the piggy bank floating in space as the narrator goes. And they both knew this was going to be a momentous, momentous occasion in both their lives. And then he's gone again. Like it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. It um it definitely makes the new typey Gundam space background make a little bit more sense, I guess. Uh, yeah. I... But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm good just to have these these two young men uh, face off and then have uh, Henry explain all the parts of a Metabot. No, we uh, immediately cut to a gun that we're given to a child. Yeah. Yeah. You got to give that child a gun. It, I, theoretically, I, I guess it's safe if children are just allowed to buy robot guns from the Seven Eleven. But uh, you know, maybe maybe there's deep factional politics at play here that we don't know about that we'll find out about one day. Well, Who knows? It's a children's television show. <laughs> gun control doesn't work, so the solution is to give literally every child multiple guns. Oh man, we're t- this is becoming a hell world. The more and more we dive into it. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's talk about the parts of, uh, of a Metabot. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm down. You, you got the tin pet, which is like the skeleton of it. Yeah. Uh, tin, another metal word. That's as close as I got to brass here. Yeah. That's, that's um, the only you've got... bit I have for here. I, all right, cool robot parts. I'm not, I'm not a Gundam fan like you. So this is <laughs> Gundam skeleton and you're like, oh, I get it. It's, uh, you know, a, what a Gundam word here. I don't know. Cause I'm yeah. not a Gundam. 
but yeah, I'm seeing him like, all right, that's that's orange and square. I'm down. All right, put more squares yeah. in things. Yeah, yeah, and that's I guess that's what the meta parts are. the The meta parts are the the squares that you then clamp onto your onto your Gundam skeleton. Um, uh, and the, those are like the guns and the sensors and the armor and I don't know. I, I guess it doesn't really mean all that much except for it's the part with the guns in it. Um, and then lastly, he's like, oh, well, now all you need is a metal. And the metal is your metabot soul. Um, it's, you know, and, you know, uh, Icky whips out this this uh, this coin and, uh, you know, he's like, oh, wow, that's, you know, that's a, a rare beetle metal. Um, and I guess he, he slaps it into his, uh, watch that, uh, Henry gives him that can allow him to teleport summon a metabot, which is crazy. That has implications. Uh, and he names it Metabee, I guess, and then runs off. So, which, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I really like how Henry, it shows how knowledgeable he is of metabots that he recognized this is a rare coin. I mean, yeah. just at a, the briefest of glance, he's like, oh, that's very rare. How did you get that? I want to know where you got that. Uh, it just—he's yeah. inquisitive. He's knowledgeable. A, gr- a great character. Um, yeah. Too bad he's not in more scenes. Um, as for the watch in the sub, it's called a meta watch, which <laughs> okay, it's consistent <laughs> and works well. Yeah. Audibly, sure. Um, but the word meta watch—it sounds like an ointment. Um, <laughs> ointments are never fun or good. Why? I—I don't like the name meta watch. I, it's not a good name for a watch. Oh man, um, it reminds me of. I know, yeah, uh, 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 Mitch. I know you don't know a lot about Gundams. Uh, like these various metabots. Earlier today. Oh god. Um, uh, have you have you heard the term gunpla, which is the term for like uh, Gundam models? Yeah, that's where you bought a broken toy from the store and you have to build it yourself. Yeah. Do you know Gundam uh, or gunpla is actually it's um it's a portmanteau of two different words. You know what those two words are? Gunplay, obviously. Uh, it's it's a portmanteau of Gundam and Plamo. Do you know what Plamo is a portmanteau of? Plastic model. So technically Gunpla is a portmanteau of three words, Gundam, plastic, and model, to make Gunpla, um, instead of just Gundam and plastic. Um, and I feel like we're in a similar instance of here, of of meta, of meta rotch. <laughs> yeah, because meta, meta is for metal. Uh, M-E-D-A-L, yeah. and then rot is for robot. Now, I prefer... And then och is for watch. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, the, now, so this forms a self-imposed trifecta between Pokemon, Digimon, and Metabots, where it's shortened first word, weird part of the second word to choose. Pokemon, <laughs> why would you... Like, oh yeah, Pokestir doesn't sound good, sure. But, I mean, Pokemon, that's also weird. We know it because we like it. Uh, same thing with Digimon. Yeah, I feel like it's so ingrained at this point that it's like, I can't even think of what it would be otherwise. <laughs> yeah, Pokester. Or, I don't... I, it, it's not oh, even a Pokester. Po- it should be Pock. Like Pockster. Oh, Pockster. Yeah. And then... Hey, you know, one of them Pocksters like my grandkids play with. And, and so, Metabot <laughs> fits in more thematically with those. Metarot, I, is the R, like... For the metal sound, the ol, and then the the robot part, because it doesn't. We're gonna. Yeah. I'm I'm breaking I'm breaking the rule of uh, of of not doing research while we're recording. But uh, so metarot, uh, I guess the the katakana for it actually spells out metarato. Um. All right, I like it. I like that better than yeah. metarot. Yeah. Let's. We're we're oh, we're going into it. Um. What is the yeah. Um, While you're looking uh, in the sub, yeah. Henry calls the uh, Kabuto type the Metal Beetle type, or Meta B. Icky has no agency in naming the robot. Oh. Yeah. Another point in which the dub is incredibly superior here. Because Meta B, <laughs> Meta B is kind of a dumb name. I'm going to say yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's a beetle. Meta Beetle? Sure. Yeah. Some other uh. whatever you want. Beetlebot. Whatever. Meta B is what you call a B robot. But the fact that Henry says, oh, that's the official type name. And then yeah. later on, we hear people calling it a Meta B. 
<laughs> well, the, the the weird thing is the the kind of like designation that it has is KBT for I'm guessing Kabuto, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know di- the dynasty family of uh, of ro- of not robots, beetles. <laughs> Same thing, organic robots. Yeah. How's that? Uh, how's that research going though? Um, it's uh. You know, it seems like it's just the uh, portmanteau of metal and robot with uh, we're just cutting whatever pieces we can out of there, which I guess makes sense. Um, uh, B is a weird um, uh, uh, kind of consonant in Japanese. Uh, it fills the same kind of slot that V does, and they kind of get used back and forth depending on what the what the current trend and kind of uh, feeling on on uh, romanization goes. So, it, you know, R is a much more, like, that is that is a, a sta- much more established, you know, sound in Japanese. So probably it's just metarot just f- is a better marketing term there. So, yeah, you know, uh, fucking we'll go with it. Um, it we'll think too much about it. Uh, they they got to work that watch in there somehow. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, then we cut to the rockers being genuinely creepy to, like, an 11-year-old girl. Yeah, you know, uh, it is getting very strange over here. We don't like it. We don't like to see it. Um, Icky shows up. He's like, hey, I'm going to fight. He pulls his watch out. He starts to summon Metabee. They're like, oh, my God, he has uh, he has a Metabot. That's crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, out of nowhere, guess who shows up? Mr. Referee's here. He shows up on top of a thing. He practically falls off uh, off a ladder. And he's there. He's scrambling. It, it, it was such a great entrance. And then uh, yeah. in the sub, he keeps calling himself a meta rotter, which mm, that, that, <laughs> that's going to be a sticking point in all these sub episodes, I think. Is, yeah. Oh, I'm a meta rotter. Mm, yeah. That sounds like I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy to go on this, this sub adventure with you. I'm, I'm going to cherish this every time we do this. <laughs> most of my most of my information is just going, this is a decision that someone made at some <laughs> point in time. Yeah. Um, we get some sick animation as Metabee won't even turn on. They make fun of uh, Icky for that and then start to beat the shit out of him. And we get some just really sick flames, uh, I will say. Oh, I love, uh, especially in the, the 90s anime, you see it a little more prevalent, of the red and yellow flames spiraling around someone. Then you just see yeah. a sketchy silhouette in the flames. Uh, that's kind yeah. of died down recently from what i've seen and more of a it's more spectacular now but i uh, (laughs) love it yeah we get that nice profile image of meta b just being unawake you know uh uh, icky's trying to like call up his inner fighting spirit to awaken this thing until he gets so fed up that he calls it a stupid piece of junk and meta b's here baby those eyes turn on and he just starts punching and shooting people like he immediately just like shoots off some machine gun bullets and blows up the uh the two um uh uh uh, black rams and you hear some you hear some yells with a particular accent behind him and he just charges they're like oh he's going so fast and he just straight up punches out the the phoenix uh just not even doesn't even shoot him (laughs) it's it's very good and like metaby i respond very well to uh being yelled at and called worthless before i actually start having to do anything so i (laughs) i i really feel for like great character development um yeah it's it really shows a lot of uh really adult feelings in this show i think <laughs> um oh man um but yeah i mean you know meta be pretty you know succinctly takes him out uh samantha immediately switches sides again and is like oh man icky you're such a great fighter uh you know um icky like starts saying yeah <laughs> yeah spike's down on the boss for switching sides this time around yeah, that's because you know he's he doesn't he doesn't like Icky being here and muscling on his turf of of being being the top lackey, uh, which I assume is what he's scared of. <laughs> Icky has spiky hair too, and I, I maybe yeah. that's uh you know his role in the the group. Yeah, it's brand infringement. You know, you gotta you gotta protect your brand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Arika just immediately starts laying into uh, Icky too because you know saying like, oh yeah, you. you like you're, you should have stuck around and fought for me, and instead you ran off, and then you didn't even do any work. Metabee did everything. Da 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 da. Um, and uh, yeah, Metabee just finally pipes up. We get that good, beautiful Brooklyn accent, and he's giving icky shit too, saying like, "Yeah, I don't take orders from you. I'm my own bot. 
Like whatever. Um, so I'm I'm glad that we all agree that Icky sucks shit. Uh, <laughs> it, it's very good. Uh, Metabee's voice in the dub is probably the best part of the show. I would say. Yeah. Um, I'm always a sucker for that uh, accent in a very small, angry package. Um, yeah. In the sub, I I don't know uh, the different um, accents of the different regions of uh, you know the Japanese language. Um, so I you know. That's going to be lost to me. I assume they did a similar thing, um, just to make me happy. I'm going to assume that. Um, in the in the sub, this exchange is pretty different. Um, he just goes, "You called me junk," and then they start fighting. Yeah, and that's it, it. Doesn't have the the punch of I don't have to listen to anyone, which is great because it comes from like they keep calling this robot defective every time he's on screen, which I'm sure does not become a big rallying point of this show. Um, even Henry, who's been watching from the distance, goes, oh, that robot must be defective. He went to go check on the metal, because it's a rare one, and he's, again, a very inquisitive and uh, knowledgeable fellow. Um, really nice to see him around. But um, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not a fan of how, uh, how the sub keeps treating some of these big plot points that the dub hits on repeatedly, and instead goes for more of a crasser part, weirdly enough. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so during the fight, uh, there were a couple differences here. Um, the Hell Phoenix uses Infernal Flame, and the Black Ram uses Death Bomb, which is neat. Uh, and I was trying to find out what piece they won in the fight. Uh, uh, they won. They won the 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 Bombarder arm back, I believe. They did, and then they immediately traded it to Spike because he was crying too much for uh, <laughs> for the uh, the. Dr. Bok Choi's arm that they won in the beginning. But apparently he was crying so much that they gave it to him to make him stop crying. <laughs> Which is great. Listen, yeah. I mean, he he worked hard for the money to go to 7-Eleven and buy uh, a inter, inter, uh, continental ballistic missile arm for his robot, which I guess is a thing that children are allowed to have. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, you, gotta, you, gotta make him, you gotta make him happy. You gotta, 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 uh, Make sure that people are, are, you know, they're they're not crying. You know, he just he just watched his boss, you know, uh, abandon him, and now, but you know, she's back. But you know, gotta 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 keep people happy. Give him give him a big cannon arm. And Icky <laughs> just got a robot today. What does he care what part he's walking away with? He already yeah. got the victory of a brand new best friend. He yeah, he hasn't even Metabi hasn't even used all his attacks yet. Who knows what he else has, he has in store? He shot um, guns and then he did one punch and made three of them go flying. That's all he's yeah. done so far. What does he need new parts for? <laughs> yeah, he's clearly perfect. I don't know why they uh, they ever would have um, uh, possibly uh, uh, gotten rid of this robot. Um, although Henry seems to have some opinions uh, based on, you know, thinking that Metabee may or may not be defective according to how he's acting, probably from that metal, which I guess maybe maybe it does need to be in a briefcase, considering that uh, maybe the, the river might have made him a little defective. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a point I didn't I didn't even think of. I just thought maybe it was made with this. Uh... So do you think the accent is part of the defection? Or is it going to be the, uh, the, um, you know, just a fun little quirk? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a, it's an experimental metal. Like he's simply too rude and too from Brooklyn. <laughs> the Raphael of Metabots. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it. That's that's the first episode. Like, super good. Yeah. Um, uh, I definitely enjoyed it. I am going to want to keep watching this. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so I know you're not one for end credits, but uh, <laughs> you know, after watching this a few times, I had to go through it. Um, so the end credits for the dubbed is the, the brilliant opening of the, the dubbed, but without any of the words getting in the way of the great music, just yeah. putting that butt on that guitar and wiggling. Yeah. Um, getting that thick, chunky bass riff. In the subbed, the ending song has a Yoshi feel to it. It's all plinky and plonky <laughs> and childlike with sketchy watercolor art. And it's just a bunch of life of, uh, slice of life scenes with like, dusting and cleaning the house and walking through an <laughs> apple orchard or whatever. And okay, then, yeah, you know. The lyrics are about uh, burning power, again. Um, <laughs> yeah. I keep going back to that. And then a scene with uh, Eureka Iki and a redheaded girl shows up when the lyrics love, hate, in the end I do love you. And then they just start screaming doki doki a bunch. Yeah. Which is uh, great. Because that's, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for those who don't know, Doki Doki is the Japanese onomatopoeia for your heart beating. Um, so yeah, I guess we're going to get some romance here at some point. Doki Doki uh, could also be referring to your burning heart. <laughs> yeah. It's got to, it's got to get fired up so that you can, you can be a meta rotter, I guess. <laughs> your meta rotch. Yeah. Um, I don't want to think about a meta rotch in that context. Uh, well, see, oh, when boy. you have a burning heart, you can't help but have a meta rotch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, Mitch, how was your first Gundam? Um, uh, it's, you know, exciting time for you. <laughs> it, you know, it was really good. Um, I'm still not sure who Char is, but I'll learn. I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> not enough sunglasses, I would say. We, we did have him. We do have a masked man, though. We have a mysterious masked man. Very important. Yeah. Uh, Wearing the yeah. same face that I drew on all my edgy 13 year old art. Back in the day. You drew weird clown faces? Oh, yeah. I, I, I loved putting weird masks on people, and a lot of them were smiley faces just like that. Okay. I, uh, good, yeah. 13-year-old man, I, I don't understand it more than more than you. Oh, Mitch, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, <laughs> if they have to, I'm at BigBadBeetleBoy at Twitter.com. Okay. BigBadBeetleBoy at Twitter.com, I guess. Uh, yeah. Other than that, just start pestering me there, and we'll find out other places. Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at Pagetish. I am currently private, but uh, send me a request. I will I will probably follow or like let you see my tweets. Probably follow you back, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I also do another podcast. I'm co-hosting uh, an actual Gundam podcast called Wow Cool Robot um, with my friends uh, Max and Sarah. I am co-hosting for all of Zeta Gundam. Uh, go give that podcast a spin. Watch Gundam. Also watch Metabots. They're great. Uh, I'm go- Ooh, uh, I guess you can find us uh, on Twitter at MetaWatch. Just M-E-D-A-W-A-T-C-H. Uh, can't believe we got that one, but we did. Um, I'm going to grab yeah. MetaWatch right now just in case. Yeah, you should. Yes, please. Um, oh, man. We don't have a bit. We don't have a bit to go out on. Um... Metabots!